This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, We take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now. And would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work. Not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better. H-E-L-P dot com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. He was so confused to what was going on. And girls, that's what happens with your man most of the time when you're acting up. Like, he's confused. Like, is this a dog with rabies? Like, what happened? Especially <laughs> when you know he's not doing anything wrong. Because exactly. when he's fucking up and then you're freaking out, he's obviously going to be like, ugh. Let's get this started. Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll, oh, man. Yeah, 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 this is, this is what, you, what does she tell you? What does she tell you? Um, you you told me you you um you it was that 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 consultation essentially I mean you you yeah. paid a considerable amount for that right I mean yeah it was forty thousand dollars how um, long was it how long was the conversation it was a nine day training okay nine days so it was nine days of sort of just going back to move forward. And what I mean by that is like we go through things in our lives and we don't recognize that that is still we're still living out that story in the subconscious. So I was trying to make sense of like, okay, why do I self-sabotage in relationships? Why do I run away? Why is everyone replaceable? Like, where does the story come from? So with my mentor, we just really went back. And, you know, a lot of what I do with my current clients is like redefining the story that you lived. Because sometimes we give our stories meaning from one perspective, like from, okay, Veronica in 2018 went through this and this is how she interpreted it. But now in 2022, you could maybe look back and now you have a more clear vision and you have a new mindset. And now you could look back at that story and you define it a little bit differently. So now that story, because you changed the way you viewed it. The whole narrative almost. It no longer defines you. And the impact that it's created with... 2018 interpretation now starts to make sense and you're like 2022 is i'm different now 
that yeah. I understand it. But it's like, but you also get to understand yourself then, right. which I t always mm -hmm. tell people like, you got to give yourself grace through everything because if you don't, then you look at yourself as a failure. You know, so before I built this beautiful relationship with my boyfriend, which is still a work in progress, like sometimes mm -hmm. I do stupid shit, but I have the <laughs> awareness, you yeah. know, because I'm very just always trying to be aware right so then you could rewrite your wrongs but for example when I look at myself for example in college my relationship with my college sweetheart like I was just a bitch and it wasn't intentionally <laughs> Love it. Yeah. you know like it, it was not intentionally I just didn't know better and I had this mindset of like how do I say this in English and Spanish is like una niña caprichosa Man, I'm not even sure. How to, I feel like they use it all the time, and I'm not sure. Like a very just like spoiled girl mm, that thinks okay. that it's her way or the highway. Okay, okay. And, you know, for a long time, I would look back on that relationship, and I just felt so bad for treating such a good guy, mm. sometimes so bad. But part of my growing process was being able to look at myself and, and say, you were broken, and like you had a lot of hurt, which is why sometimes you would hurt him. Because you weren't ready to be in a healthy relationship because you yourself weren't healthy. And like defining what healthy is, is like a rabbit hole in itself. Yeah. Because, you know, we're these humans and we're all high achieving. And I, I've always been a high achiever, like since elementary school, captain of the cheer squad, gifted student, like all of this. But in a heart sense, I was broken since I was little. Yeah. Like I always had this perspective of like my mom, like, why did God give me this mom? Like, she doesn't take care of me. She doesn't love on me. So you like you grow up with all these complexes in your head. And now you have an idea that love should be this huge right. thing because you never got it or you felt like you never got it. So then when you get into relationships with this concept of someone that loves me is supposed to do all these things for me. Now the expectations are too high. So uh, you never feel fulfilled. So you're always complaining like that was what I was living. It's like I had this great person. But I always felt like I needed more. So I caused a lot of harm. I mean, same with him. Like, we all had our things going on. But it's just unique when you actually look at relationships and you recognize it's not like an evil person. It's not that you're right or wrong. It's like some of us just are doing the best we can. And that's why some people need to recognize that maybe they're not meant to be in relationships yet. Like I see some people that they go back and back and it's like suffering and like their relationships last five months, but then they jump into another one and it's like, they're, they're always, it feels like they're always looking for somebody else thinking that they can, they can be the answer for when, avoid when like, you yourself have to like reprogram before you deliver someone else to, to, do it to someone else. Is that everything that happens around you is not about what's around you. It's about you. And like, let me elaborate. So for example, if you have a partner that sucks, there are people that vent about their partner that sucks, but you chose that partner, right? Yeah. To take it a little bit further. If your partner tells you something and it like hurts your feelings, there are two ways to go about that. You can choose to get mad, which is what most women do because like you hurt my feelings. So now it's like, ah, I'm mad. And now you get into a big fight and now for two days, the energy's off or you could be vulnerable and you could look at your partner and say, Hey, like what you just did just hurt me so much. Yeah. And this is why. And when you talk to a man with that tone, they're like, Oh my God. And I like my baby, like, I'm so sorry. But we, we do it all wrong. It's like, you hurt me, so now I'm going to hurt you. And, mm. like, you live in this war zone when, like, we have to recognize, like, our partners are 
we're a team right and like for a long time i didn't understand that and it was like you against me and i'm better than you yeah. and uh, I was always like the alpha in my relationships. And it, I had to recognize that you can't do that with a man. It's tough because, you know, it's, 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 and we always say, you always say it, it's like you and me versus the problem. And, and especially when I was younger, it would be all the, the opposite way. It's just me, you, like me, you versus me. And it was eroding the, the relationship to, to the point where it really wasn't salvageable anymore. And like, you know, you look back and you're like, man, this is something. And what you were saying earlier is about sometimes you have to look back and, and, look at it how what really happened you have to be honest with yourself sometimes we tell ourselves this is what happened three years ago but did it really and you have to be honest with yourself like and and, and re rewrite the story how it really went because a lot of times we tell ourselves certain things because it makes us feel better because it helps us let go or move on but you got to face the truth and sometimes you were the problem a lot of times i look back on in, in certain situations and i realize man is this really how it went down or do i tell myself that this is what it happened and then there's there's there, a lot of times there's a discrepancy. You know? No, I know. And to your point, um, we had, we had seen a video and I had referenced it before that it's like arguments with your significant other. There's never a winner, you know, because maybe let's say you and I are arguing, and I was right and you were wrong, right? But there's no winning. I not because now you're gonna feel like man, I lost, or like did it really need to get that for him to get his point across? And it's like no, I didn't. Like it shouldn't be. Well, I'm right. You're you're wrong. It's okay, something's not right. We need to come together to solve it together because I don't want you feeling like I want or I don't want to feel like, oh, well, she won or she told me because then you're going to feel like shit a couple of days later, like, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe it shouldn't have got to that point because now I feel like shit. You won the argument, but now you have a partner who feels like that. So it's almost like what you were saying, like it, it's reprogramming to say, well, no, this is what's kind of vulnerability. Mm -hmm. We have this issue. Let's address it together. Let's figure it out because we both are a team against the problem. The problem's not you versus me, it's you and I against the problem. Let's solve that problem yeah. so then together we can move forward. So and, no, I like that when you said that. And good. I think deciding too, like being, a, you can't just be in a relationship because you're bored because that's mm. when you open the door to like flicking the person off all the time. Like, I don't really care about you. Like you have to be in a relationship with someone that you truly feel like could be the husband. So for me, it was like, before my boyfriend and I started dating, I had a manifestation man list. And I was like, if the boxes aren't checked, we are not dating. Why? Because I dated too many guys in the past that I didn't really admire. It's like I dated them because they liked me and I was bored and we went on dates and then we ended up dating. But then I was seeing the way that they were and I was like, he's a freaking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Which then it's like, you don't respect your man. So yeah. anything that he does, I would just be like, Ugh, like, you know, and it's, and so many people do that. Yeah. It's like, you're just in these relationships because you're bored. Mm -hmm. Or so, it's going well with this one guy and you're like, oh, well, I guess he's sweet. It's yeah, like, but is that right. what you want? Like, exactly. is that what you're looking for? So it's like everyone, males, females, make a manifestation woman or man list. And like very detailed, like if you were to marry someone, what kind of person do they have to be? Like I had details down to must love nature. Why? Because if I'm on a vacation, I'm going to want to go on a hike instead of a bar. So if we don't have the same goals, like we're going to have more arguments. Or lifestyles. So, lifestyles. Yeah. Like we got to set ourselves up for, for that. So for me, that's just been so important <clears throat> as like, you know, because once you make that decision is like, I'm with someone that I truly value, admire and love. And now it's easier to do the work and like show up as your best version because everything compounds. So if I were to 
scream at my boyfriend and call him names. Like, yeah, we could get over it right now. But that's still in his subconscious. Right. She doesn't respect me. She doesn't value me. And I think I heard this in one of your podcasts, but it's funny that I had heard it somewhere else. Or you could correct me if I'm wrong, if this has never been said, but like males need to be respected and females need to feel loved. Have you ever heard of that? No, we may have had a guest. I know Casey Chops came on and he was really big on when it came to gender roles, but yeah. you know, no, I, been... so then maybe I thought that, but it's fine, but this is something my mentor taught me that I was like, Oh my God, because listen, it'll take you on this. It, it'll simplify what goes on in most relationships, right? Okay. Women want to be loved, right? It's our, and not only that, but we also have this uh, desire to feel safe. Yeah. We want to be protected. Secure. And then guys want to be respected, right? Like that's the role of a man. Like you, you need to respect him. So if this is what happens, the guy doesn't show the girl love for X, Y, Z reason. Like, let's say you're very busy, so you didn't have time to show her love. But instead of communicating that to you, what she does is that she gets an attitude and she starts to disrespect you. And when she disrespects you, you're like, screw you, you're annoying. Now I don't want to show you love. Now I don't want to show you love. So it becomes this cycle where what the woman needs, if she doesn't get, she does exactly what the man does not need. So it's like I always tell people just when you think about your partner, if you're a female, just try to always honor him and respect him because guys need that. Like guys are very strong on the outside, but at the same time, you guys have like a very big and soft heart sometimes and like we show that to the right person sure which is why you're there in the first place exactly. which is why i chose you to right. give you that not to give that to everybody because, so yeah. yeah you don't walk around telling everyone you better respect me but from your females like you want to feel safe also and that's what respect is it's like i don't have to be on my toes fearing that you're gonna come after me like we're a team this is like, and just communication Communication is huge in that little cycle because if you could just communicate how you feel like, babe, like I feel like you haven't looked at me all day. Yeah, just to let you know, I've kind of, you know, I feel that this has been going on. Like, And then what does the guy say? Oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm so sorry. Like, you know what? Let's plan for a date tomorrow just so we could be locked in. And then you Mm. find a resolution, but you have to be looking for the resolution to get it. Right. It's yeah. not just going to happen by acting up. And it's also how you presented it, too, yeah, because if you would have gone with the former where it's like, well, this, this, this and that, the guy's going to be like, yo, crazy. Fuck off. All right. I'm fucking busy. This is the last shit I need right now. And now you still don't get the love rather than the way you presented. It, it's like, damn, baby, I'm sorry. You know, I've been working like crazy. You know, what's up? What can we do? What do you want to do? You know? But at least it's how you present it. It's how you communicate that. Yeah, so. and, and you said it, and, and we've talked on the phone about it. When we, the word I used was empathy. And you uh, mentioned it. And again, when I say, I feel this way, I using saying I instead of you doing this or you doing that, it's super important. It, it, it changes the whole conversation. Yeah. And, and, and approaching any uh, romantic or even just platonic relationship with vulnerability and saying, hey, this is how I feel. You know, what can we do about it? Or, you know, like, let's come together and solve this. If people were doing, if more people would do that, I think relationships would be simplified in such a more profound way. And to, to that point, um, if I do present it that way and you respond in a way, like, you're still rude. Like, mm. say, hey, I felt like this when this happened. They're like, well, you got to deal with it. Or, well, I'm sorry. That's how, whatever it may be. Now you're showing me who you are. And yeah, yeah. if that doesn't align with me and I don't like that response or this, it was like, man, I'm, I'm telling you how I really feel and it, you don't care. Like, 
Now I, you're telling me more about you than I needed to know. My, like, this is great. And now you're realizing, hey, maybe that's not the person for me. Maybe I don't want that person in my life. Whoever it may be, you know, platonic, intimate, whatever, but I know me. And if that doesn't fit with you, peace. Yeah. And that's something that I always do with my clients. So when I have clients that are going through relationship issues, I always tell them, okay, this is what you need to do. I need you to show up as your best version. So I need you to take on vulnerability. I need you to take on honest conversations. And if like he's going to show you like there's going to be a reaction to that. And that's how you make your decisions because then it becomes on it. Like it becomes obvious. Yeah. Right. But when you are acting X, Y, like when you're acting a certain way because he's acting a certain way, now you're both just playing games and you're not being your authentic spite, self. Right? Exactly. And it becomes this cycle where it makes no sense. And it's like, it'll be obvious to you when you have to leave a situation, if you're being your best version and that's not being reciprocated. Is that how you say that word? Reciprocated? Yeah, reciprocated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, sometimes I'm just like, just be your best. And then the best is going to come in and align with you. What's so frustrating, so how do you how do you deal with when someone, um, like you tell them that and now I'm listening and I'm like, but I love him. But I still want to, have you ever had that? Because like they know and they still choose. Because whenever we have people vent yeah. to us or kind of ask us for advice, it's always like, oh, he's doing this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay, um, how do you, how would you feel if you did that to him? Would you feel happy about it? And they're like, no, I would never. I love him. I would never. Okay, so why do you choose to accept it yourself? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when, when you get those situations, like how do you, how do you tackle that when they're like, well, I know it's not, but I still, I still love them and I still want to try. It's been three years. So I think the most important thing is to never tell someone what to do. Right. So you always have to guide people for them to have these breakthrough moments in mm -hmm. their own mind. Because when you tell them what to do, now it comes from you, but it's not their mind yeah. that got them to that realization. Mm. So they might agree with you and logically they'll know that it's the right thing. But like, I believe three things need to be aligned for you to take true action. And that's like your mind, your heart and your body. Mm. So if you just tell them, it's like, okay, their mind, it makes sense in their mind, but it hasn't made sense in their heart. So you just need to ask like the right questions. And it, sometimes it takes longer than one session. You know, it takes people time. But like what I try and do is like guide them to like, okay, what are your next steps? So if that's not okay, okay, like what boundaries are you going to set? Like how do we try and make this healthier? But then at the end of the day, you have to decide. And I like to bring them to the future too. So, hey, so if this continues to happen in 10 years, like how do you see your life? Mm. And like having them recognize that it's not just momentarily like these are habits. Like sometimes people are dating extremely toxic people and they think they're going to change. Yeah. But what happens if they don't change? What happens to your life as a result of what you chose? Because what you I mean, you have the ability to choose. And if you continue to choose this, OK, let's look at your life in 10 years mm. and how happy are you going to be? And then sometimes that picture alone is like. I need to do something because right? if right. I don't do something, it's going to be problematic. Hey Amen. Because I've had people, a lot of people reach out to me and they ask me for advice and I give them my feedback. And, and again, you, you made a great point because everybody has to learn on their own time. And as a couple months ago, a friend of mine asked me like about a certain situation. And I'm like, I don't think this is the relationship for you. I don't see the, based on everything that you've told me, I don't see this heading in the right direction. 
and he didn't want to take it at all. He was, he, you know, we, we got off the phone. He, and he told one of my other friends, man, how can you tell me this? Da, da, da. Fast forward four months, they broke up. And for that, that same, same reason, everything the relationship was dead. I knew it, but it's always easier as standing from the outside. And again, I gave him the best feedback that I could give, but he had to make that own decision. And it took him three, four months. And he's like, he, to this day, he's like, man, what you, the advice you gave me still is in the back of my mind. I wish, you know, I would have listened sooner. And I'm like, you did what you thought was right at the moment. And so people have to learn their own. You can and be a guide. You can be a you know, chaperone. But you can't make them do what's right for them. No, that's why I don't give advice. And, but it's also, yeah. it's, it's also rewarding as a person because just like you said, it's like when you realize that it came to you, like it made sense to you. When it finally clicks. And you're like, like now it's like, that's one of those core memories type yeah. things where it's like, wow, now like it really re reprogrammed, reframed the way that I feel about myself, what I'm willing to accept with myself because I don't want to be this person in five, 10 years. Mm -hmm. I want to continue doing this. So it's almost like that wake up, it, it sticks more when you feel like you're the one that came up with it. When it's like you were guided and you're like, wow, I see it now. I feel it. It's crazy. And you know, even with my friends, sometimes like, let's say we're on a group chat and they're venting. And I have major advice. <laughs> I'm like, girl, yeah. let, me, let me reel you in into some sense. But I always ask before I give anything, I'm like, okay, do you just want to vent right now? Mm. Or do you want some feedback? And like when they say they want some feedback, that's the only time I give it. Because if not, you're talking to someone that doesn't really care to hear it. Yeah. Right. Or, or, and even like when they ask you for advice, it's like oh, never making it about their experience. Right. Like, don't be like, OK, so she did this. Remember when she did that and how did that make you feel? But more like, Generalizing uh, it? yes, okay. because then what's going to happen is that they're going to think of a story that happened in their life and they're going to be like, oh, my God, that's me. Like, that's going to be me in a few years, if that makes any and, sense. Yeah. And maybe they can detach their emotional baggage to that situation. Yeah, that might be viable. That's true. Do. That's interesting. I like that perspective. Yeah, um, what would you tell your friend if they were in the same situation? Yeah, what would you do? Everybody yeah, has a great, so everybody gives great advice when it's not them, but now you're in that position. Oh my god, I can't do this. Well, you emotionally attached. And exactly. Always say it too. Excuse like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I like that. Yeah. Um, oh, man, it's. I guess you know, like, it sounds like you're in a healthy relationship. You have some really great advice, and and you've you fought your way to this point, and I think that's important to understand. Yeah. He didn't just wake up with all his knowledge, you know? And and guys, like, it's so funny because sometimes I'll just, like, jump on one of my mentorship calls. Like, people pay me to help them with their lives. And as we're doing our call, I'll tell them about a major dumb thing that I did in my life. And I remind them, I'm like, I'm not perfect. So, like, right now that you said, oh, it seems like you're in a very healthy relationship Yes, but even in healthy relationships, there are times where you slip up oh, or there are times yeah. where you do something dumb. But what's important is about having the awareness of what I did. What's important is being able to catch yourself. You know, like I have this story. It happened like three weeks ago or something, but I've said it to so many people because I was just like so I was like, how did I become that person? Like, I'm not that person anymore, but it, it, it can come up to anyone. So like this is I'm going to say it quick, but. <laughs> My boyfriend was out all day. He was working. I'm doing my thing. We we tend to do that a lot. Like he does his thing. I do my thing. And I text him and I was like, babe, I'm starving. Bring me food, please. When you come back. He never replied to me. But in my head, I was like, he he heard me like he's going to do this. 
He comes home. Mind you, I'm starved because I didn't order food because I thought he was bringing me food. He comes home with a bouquet of flowers in one hand. Such a beautiful gesture, right? On a regular day. But what I saw was a cold burrito from Trader Joe's on the other hand. And I was like, you got me fucked up. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But like that was like my reaction because it was a cold burrito from Trader Joe's, like the kind that just sit there. And it was, and then when I looked at it closer, it was vegan. And I was just like, (gasps) how dare you? So my mind was like, this is what I'm worth. I was like, this is, this is like, what is this? But it was like, I associated the burrito with this thought of like my worth. And in my head, I was like, he just stepped in there quickly to get this when I'm starving. And it was an emotional reaction. So... What happened after that is I was like, honestly, babe, like, are you kidding me? He's like, what are you talking about? He was so confused. He never saw the message. Mm. <laughs> he never saw the message oh, of the wow. food. So he stepped into Trader Joe's to get me flowers. Yeah. And then he got himself one of those little cold burritos. So he got me one just in case I wanted a snack. Oh, but he never man. saw that message. And when I go into WhatsApp, I verified that information. <laughs> right. But like. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad All right, let me make sure just in case. Hold on. I'm not buying this. Hold on. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't I'm just see it. To save you didn't see butt. that shit. Yeah. All right. Let's see. But what happened after was what was interesting because I was still like in my head, like although he told me that, but I was like, really? Like my feelings are hurt. So I go into my closet, I start folding laundry and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, this can turn out two ways. You hold on to your ego and you have to continue being mad, which is what most people do. And they do it for days at a time. Or you recognize, babe, I took this so wrong and I want you to understand why. Like I associated my worth to the burrito, (laughs) which it sounds funny out loud. But at that moment, I had a decision to make. I was like, do I create distance between us? Because that's what happens. Every time you fight with your partner, you're disconnecting yourself. Mm. You're creating distance. Or do I go and connect myself and explain what I felt so that he could understand me instead of think she's a crazy bitch (laughs) right so I go to him and I was like babe first of all I'm so sorry like you came home with flowers and I didn't even regard the flowers and I just came with such a vulnerable tone and I saw all my wrongs and I explained to him this is what went on in my brain and it's so far from the truth and like I don't want us to have this space and this disconnect because of how I felt right And that's it. And you fix your wrongs. And it was such a crazy moment. Like my boyfriend was looking at me like, who is this monster? And I was looking at myself when I was in my closet. Like, how could I give him so much attitude? Mind you, in my house, we don't really scream or curse. But it's more of like the mannerism, which is very important for people to note, too. Like your tone of voice is everything. And that's something my boyfriend taught me. Because he would always tell me when we first started dating, Veronica, it's not... What What you say say is how you say it. And I was the queen of like, I could make you cry. I could make you cry without saying like much. And he taught me that. And he was like, I'm your partner. And like, if you don't get your tone in check, it's never going to work. And in two years, like this man, and that's another thing. You got to be with someone that's willing to hold you accountable. Because every other man that I dated still to this day, I feel like, some of them like we're still good friends and like they have so much love for me because I do have a good heart and there's so much good in me. But like, why didn't you hold me accountable? Yeah. Why didn't you have enough self-respect to sit me down when I was acting up? And a lot of people that act up, 
It's because that's what they're wired to do. So they know they're doing their best and that's what it is. Yes. Like my boyfriend, when he sees my mom and he doesn't speak Spanish, so he doesn't understand what we're saying, but like my mom are talking and we're like, you know, like with our hands and being loud. And he's like, oh my God, I know where you get it from. He He's like, sometimes you have this aggressive tone. Colombian women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colombians are crazy. Don't and then know. he understands it. But like, imagine being German. It's like we're complete different cultures. Yeah, Germans are like very just calm, yeah. rational, chill. Yeah, I'm very like my girlfriend's Colombian too. Oh when, god! When, when, when I go to the family house, <laughs> yeah, it's like, bro, a, like a mirror. Yeah, hands moving, fucking yelling. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't move without moving. Yeah. You can't if, talk. If, if your hands movement. ain't moving, you ain't saying shit. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of funny because it, kind it of just feels like my brain functions and the the sentences process when my hands are. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like in sync. Because if I'm talking like this, it doesn't like I don't know. But if, when I talk like this. Oh no! I get, uh, I get, I get, I get where you're from. <laughs> but it, you know what's cool, guys? When you start working on yourself like that in your relationship, that you catch yourself when you do things like differently. You know, like for example, when my boyfriend leaves a mess in the beginning of our relationship, I was like, honestly, like I already told you this, babe. You know, this really bothers me. Can you please do this? Nag, nag, nag. No man wants to hear nagging. That's like a huge thing, girls. Like if you're nagging your man, stop because he's going to stop loving you because you're nagging him. <laughs> but like now, sometimes when he does stuff like that, I just look at him and I'm like, babe. And I look at the plates and like he understands. And and then he's just like, oh, my God, like, thank you. Like, oh, I'm sorry. like thank you for just telling me like that. And then in my mind, I'm like, pat on the back, girl. Like, you're getting yeah, it. The way I'm it's, saying it's repetition. Yeah. It's like showing up as that better version constantly because, I mean, change doesn't happen overnight, right? So there will be a time where you get triggered and maybe you act out in a way that you shouldn't. But then you got to remind yourself, is that who I want to be? Because who you want to be is a decision. It's a daily choice. Daily choice, 100%. Anyone could be anyone. Yeah. But it also, what I also love about this is that even he brought you the cold vegan burrito. And although you reacted in the way that you did, it also comes down to how your partner Responds is able well. to keep hold his ground and know you enough to be like, all right, she's just going through some shit. Something's right going on. Yeah. But he was confused. So I, I actually wanted to ask you. So when that happened, um, what was he doing a lot? Like, obviously, flowers, cold burrito. Hey, I got you this without seeing his stuff. Um, you're there like, the burrito? What the fuck? So then how was he How was he carrying himself? How did he control that situation? His until you then came. confused. He was so confused to what was going on. And girls, that's what happens with your man most of the time when you're acting up. Like, he's confused. Like, is this a dog with rabies? Like, what happened? Especially <laughs> when you know he's not doing anything wrong. Because exactly. when he's fucking up and then you're freaking out, he's obviously going to be like, ugh. But if he really is doing the best he can and he's doing a good job. So because he holds his composure yeah, instead yeah. of looking at me and saying, Veronica, what's wrong with you? You're crazy. Exactly. And name calling me. He just holds his composure. Then it gives me... I, then I get to reflect quicker instead of saying, oh, yeah, he's the bad one. He's treating me bad. Because then he's just feeding the fire if he's going to He didn't get me a burrito out. and he called me a bitch. There yeah. you go. So someone has to be the mature one in the relationship. And we can't both be the mature ones at the same time, all time, every day. So like when I drop the ball, he's willing to step Pick it up. up. And we do that all the time. And like when his feelings are hurt or when my feelings are hurt, we're willing to come to the other person. Like, OK, what's going on? But he, but he didn't it. this time. He was just kind of, he gave but, you space. But he was understanding. He didn't lash back. He no, didn't I, I, that's what I'm saying. But so then, but what happened for you? Did you just kind of say, well, 
I'm tripping out and then you calm down and then you went into him yeah. or was he like trying to like no it's self-awareness right okay because that's like, what I'm saying when he this is another thing like when you are in the midst of a heated moment you're not thinking rationally and if mm. you're trying to resolve the, the problem while you're angry good luck it's not gonna happen yeah. and I always tell people this when you have a big rise in emotion you need to sit with it you need to sit with that emotion let it come up release it so that then you can think clearly process, process and then make good decisions but what happens is that we're all up in an emotion and then we're like trying to find resolutions in the midst of being super angry or super sad and like nothing makes sense of course it doesn't make sense because you're not looking at anything clearly you're looking at, at it through the perspective of this one emotion so i was hurt and angry imagine if i went to him while i was hurt and angry I would have said a million things, mm. which I did. I was like, "Is this what I'm worth?" Yeah, right, 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 right. But he, but he, he could have said, uh, "Well, I don't even like." Well, that's the thing because he didn't know. He didn't really know, so it's almost like, "Oh, yeah." He's well, just once I told shit. him, He's once like, I told him, I was like, "Babe, this the message." He was just like, "Veronica, no, he's great at telling me that." He's like, "Veronica, like your feelings are hurt right now, but like you're not thinking. You're not." He he tells me this. Like he'll like put me there, and he'll be like, "Babe, you're not. You're." I don't think you're you're saying things you don't truly believe. That's what he always says. He's like, you're saying things you don't truly believe. So like, is this what I'm worth to you? It's like, you know, I love you so much. Like, what are you saying? He tells grounds me you. that. It's like he grounds you. Yes. He, he reminds me you. of the truth. It's like, we love each other so much. You know that this isn't like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, that's true. Like when I'm normal, I know that we're in a great relationship. That's a, that's I know a, that you're a, a great. I know yeah. how much you love. I know that I'm not worth a, a vegan tr cold, a cold Trader Joe's vegan burrito. Vegan Trader Joe's burrito. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the fact is also you guys have that foundation of honesty and trust and respect that he's that he, he could he, you know he didn't say oh you know like what the fuck you talking about like can't you be grateful for that like which is what some other people may have would say. No, he's like, okay, what's going on? This is not normally her. And then so he kind of puts things into perspective for the both of you guys, for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. How would you have reacted if that happened to you? Because I know how I would react. How would you react? Well, I, I, uh, I wouldn't have lashed out. I would have been uh, confused too. I would have been like, you know, yeah. like, what, what, what are you, Germans always being what, you, what are you talking oh. about? Like, uh, and then, you know, like I would have tried to understand the root cause of this. Like, what's going on? Because normally my, my girlfriend is the same way. Like she's very like calm and collective, and she's like she 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 wouldn't have blown up like that. But she she would she would always be great. She's grateful for the little the smallest yeah. things. So if I would have came out of my way unexpected to bring something home, and she would snap on me, something is going on. So I would have tried to identify the issue. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have snapped. Because like me and her, like I don't yell. We don't we don't yell at each other. We don't curse at each other. Never. So. They, they would be, and I wouldn't make an exception to that. I, I just don't agree with that. I don't speak to my partner like that. She doesn't speak to me like that. Yeah. So we have that foundation of like respect and, and, and honor and, 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 and compassion. Yeah. yeah, I have to work on that too. I, I'm just yeah. picturing it myself and I could just imagine like, they throw the burrito in her face. Fuck no, no, stupid. <laughs> I, I could just imagine looking at her like, it first, make sure everything like, falls out. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. and then she's gonna trip out, and then we're gonna laugh. Because the thing is, I'm I'm always fucking around. I'm always eating shit, like making trying yeah. to make people laugh. Even when I'm not funny, I always I'm just fucking around. So I could just imagine showing up like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then and she'll then, probably laugh. So oh, so no, if that was me and I was in this upset, angry state, that would have triggered me more, right? Like, are you kidding me? Like, do you not see? So something that I always <laughs> tell guys is like, if you have a woman that can be reactive, give her space. 
Like me, I need to settle my mind because I say dumb things when I'm mad, which is why I don't like to get mad, right? So what I do is like, for example, I went into my closet. Another man would have followed me to my closet. Babe, what's going on? Let's I was it. just thinking mm. like, no. babe, tell me what's going on. Like, uh, I'm sorry. What, you want me to go get you a... No, he's just like, listen, bitch. Get your shit together. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Keep folding your shit. All right. I'm going to be eating my cold turkey. I'm a fucking vegan. I'm going to eat, eat, eat that shit because you don't want it. <laughs> and that's it too, guys. Like when one of your partners is wrong, like you got to let them reflect and figure out that what they did is wrong. Yeah. Because what a lot of couples do is like, okay, let's just throw it under the rug. Let's pretend that didn't happen. And there are a lot of guys that don't hold grudges. Like they forgive very easily sometimes and it's like that's why your girl keeps doing what she's doing because you've made it okay there are no true consequences marcus with me from the very beginning that i used the wrong tone he is like that doesn't work with me mm. and i was like what you put his foot down yeah Yes, 100%. and it's those boundaries and that respect 100%. is so important, knowing what you need to build a healthy relationship. Why? Because if we're talking to each other with a bad tone 24-7, if we're fighting every Friday, what happens to our relationship? It's not going to work. So why are we going to be in something where we're setting up a foundation for failure? It's like, no, like if you guys truly want love, you have to show up as this version of yourself as often as possible and the work never stops it's like your best version like any success think about business and and that's what i tapped into when i said okay time for me to master relationships i was like how do i act in my business because i've always been good at business i'm just like when something's broken i focus on it and i fix it if something's not working i ask myself why okay let's get a new strategy and now let's implement but in love, it was completely different. In love, the way that I would see it is if something's broken, bye. Like if it, uh, no, she's not, he's not good enough. Yeah, like, next. you know, next, next, next. And this is the thing. It's not about the person. Like, granted, you should choose someone that's a good human. Yeah. Granted, you should choose someone with good morals, values, etc. But the <clears throat> husband, the 40-year-long relationship is less about the person and it's more about how you show up. Like you can cultivate a healthy love if you want to and your partner wants to, like if you guys are on the same page. And that's what sometimes happens is like people are not on the same page. And it's like you want to make it work, but to them it's like whatever. And like my boyfriend and I early on, like I don't even have an engagement ring yet, but like we know that we want to be married and that we want to have kids together and that what we do to each other matters mm. because it could break us up. Mm -hmm. And like, we don't want to break up. So you have to make sure that your strategy works. I like it. Hint, hint. There's no engagement ring yet. Yeah. Yet, Marcus. Yet. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, just keep that up. One thing that I do want to say, I do want to say this. Um, one important thing also is that Marcus seems, Marcus is his name. Yeah. Okay. He seems like he's also very secure because any other man would have been like, like, I guess I think more men are just like kind of happy with just mm -hmm. being with someone, you know, like, oh, well, I found a good partner. I found a good woman. So let me cater to her. So if you were in Uncho, he would have been like, but baby, why? He's pretty much like, chill. Like, I know what I'm bringing. This is who I am for mm. you. This is what we have. Like, we got to talk. Rather than any other guy who's insecure was, okay, well, I'm with this. Well, let me do whatever. It's like, no, dude, you know what you bring to the table. Exactly what you were saying. It's how you show up. So it's never like, oh, this about the other person. No, it's you. And he pretty much says, like, this is who I am. See, the guadalajin. 
See, you know, it is what it is. We don't force something that's you know is not working. Don't force something that's not meant for you. Don't force something that doesn't align with you. Instead, that's what everyone does. I found this one person. I'm catering myself to them. I have to pretty much give myself to them in order for this to work. And it's like there's certain there's like a boundary where you can also lose who you are within that relationship. Yeah. You're still you. And it's together that we're going. Amen. That Amen. is a sound bite. That's gonna be. <laughs> that's gonna go viral. <laughs> let's that hope. So let's good. hope. Let's that hope. That was so good. Yeah, but it's true. You know, so many people watching or listening, they're reflecting on their relationship, and they're like, "This is me." Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. People give their life up to their partner, and if you want to build something healthy, he has to be healthy. You need to be healthy. Now you come together. Mm, so yeah. when I had found, so Marcus and I, background story, we were friends for a year before we decided to date. And I always think about it. I was like, why didn't we date earlier? And I was just like, because it would have failed. I would have ruined that relationship because he would have done something wrong and I would have been like, not good enough, bye. That's what I did with everyone. Yeah. Like, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. But by the time I got, you know, when he asked me to be his girlfriend, it was a, a point in my life where I had already reflected on my relationships. I was like, why am I so successful but still find myself single? And something very important, this was advice that my dad gave me, and maybe there's a girl listening that needs this advice. But it was like this one year that I had dated guys back to back, and I was like, yes, dad, like he's amazing, like he's incredible, like this is my new boyfriend. And then like a month later, I was like, oh, dad, he's so weird. Like, oh, no, that's gone, it ended, whatever. And my dad sat me down and he's like, Veronica, you need to recognize that you're a pretty girl, you're a successful girl, you've got a great personality. There's going to be a lot of guys knocking on your door. So when a guy gives you a little bit of attention, are you going to take him? Which is what happens with a lot of girls. Yeah. And then they find themselves in these relationships where they're unfulfilled because they don't even know the man. They don't know their morals. They don't know what they stand for, their values, right? But they're with him because he showed her a little bit of love. And how long is that going to last? How long is that little bit of love going to be sustainable for? Yeah. So, you know, what I recognized that was different with Marcus and I is like, since we were friends for a while... Like, I learned the kind of man that he was. So I respected him more. And and I knew that, like, what I wanted, he also wanted. And a lot of times people get into relationships where people have different agendas. Mm. Mike wants to have fun and Stacy wants to get married. Babe, how's that going to work out? Mike is not going to marry you. <laughs> That's not his agenda. Yeah. But these girls think that they can mold and change everyone to their desires. And like, you need to have these conversations with your partners. Like, what do you want out of life? And if you can't find an agreement, then don't be together. Yeah. It's that simple. If you want marriage and your man doesn't want marriage, for how long are you going to suffer? You know, with Marcus, like I'm more of like, okay, I want kids. And he's like, okay, babe, let's just work a little bit more, you know? And, and we had to come to an agreement. Because it's something that I wanted and it's something that he wants, but further in the future. So, okay, let's put a timeline to it. Because if the time comes and it's not happening, then I realize we have to let go. Let me ask you, because how old are you now? 28. Okay, it's perfect. How old is your boyfriend? He just turned 30. Like, okay, oh, oh, that, that's also. Wait, wait when was his birthday? Um, the 27th. Oh my God. End of March. I'm March 26th. His, but he's March 26th. The last guest that we had on her birthday was also March 26th. Okay. So when he said last week, I'm like, 
So I'm great you touched up about this because I'm kind of in the same boat, similar. Because, uh, you know, my girlfriend wants to have kids. I want to have kids. But again, same thing, like later on down the line. But obviously, I understand for women, I can have kids at 40. You know, I'm, I'm active, I'm healthy. I Men, it's a little bit different than for women. There's a bio- biological you know, you know, time clock, essentially, that is going on. And there's a lot of women feel that, uh, I don't want to say pressure, but they do have that that you know that need to get married. Or have so, children, have children, huh? <laughs> have children. Yeah, to have children. Yeah. Um, w- w- like again, you, that timeline for in, in your example, when is it? And it's like, is there like what is the compromise? You know, like where do you put that line? And maybe in your example, yeah, what is the people, time? What is the timeline that you created with you and Marcus? So we said next year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, but let let's let me explain to you how we got to that okay. place. So I think that your girl needs to you need to ask her, have her explain. Okay, like why is the children important to you? Because I really reflected on that, and I was like, do I think that kids are gonna fill a void that I have in my heart? So for example, I didn't have the best relationship with my mom growing up. So I was like, is there a way that? Maybe I just want to have kids so that I could be the mom that I never had. Mm. Is it me trying to fill a void? Which, to an extent, yes. But also, I recognize that... So, I have, like, really low estrogen, and this is something that I've known for a long time. So, for me, the ticking time clock is a real thing. 100%. Accelerated, most likely. Exactly. So, when I explain that to him, and I'm like, babe, like... To me, having kids is just, like, so important. And, like, if I already know that I want to do it with you and you already know that you want to do it with me, like, I don't want to gamble. And also, we're in very good situations, like, financially. Financially, seems you know? like, yeah, and, that's good. But he's still, like, he wants to be, like, the head of the house. Like, he wants to be the kind of man where he can take care of me and the kid fully. And 100%. But I don't need that. I'm like, like look, it could be 50-50 for forever. I don't care. But he wants to be, he wants to know that he can provide fully without needing me to, to work. I think most men think that too. Most men think, think that. Because in fact, you had the same, I same mean, I'm the same way. Same thing. Like I want, and then um, sounds ball means I'm not on, on your boyfriend's Marcus uh, level. So for me, it's like I want my, if my wife, you know, I think it's important for, for the mother to, to stay at home and at least take care of kid, raise a kid, at least the first year, you know, be there, be present, especially with everything's going on and how expensive everything is going. It's having kids is expensive and being a mom, being a f- father is not easy. So I think you have to be in the right position financially, mentally, spiritually and all that. But financially is obviously a big part of it. Um, but right? that's a perspective and a belief because then there are people that make you know, $15,000 a year who are having kids and are happy with their kids. So we make these ideas based on our perspective, which is why it's important for you to sit down with your girl and both of you guys share your perspectives and with an open heart. So Marcus has gotten to the point where he talks about babies more than me. Yeah. And he, th- sometimes I'm like, babe, there's time, you know, but he's already, he w- the other day he's like, okay, so we should conceive this year to have it next year. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, who's more excited to have a kid, me or you? Uh, but no. he's but it's cool that he's planning. Like it, he, it, the thought is on his mind. But it's because I have debated my way into him yeah, coming around you, to it, and and I've 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 stated my case. Like yeah. okay, babe, remember, because he does want kids and he wants them with me. So then I'm like, okay, so we can wait and maybe take a chance or a risk of it being harder. Like I have so many girlfriends that they try and try, 
and people will be trying for two years. And I'm like, you never know what the road's going to be. Right. And it's also gotten to the point where I make I, I'm like, OK, also, if you have kids younger, you get to live with them longer. Sure. Right. Like there's so many different perspectives. So you have this one perspective of we need to be financially stable. We need to do this, this and that. So I, you know, encourage you to talk to a friend that maybe had kids while mm-hmm. they didn't have that much money and like ask them, like, how much of a burden was it for real and not in theory, but like for real? No, I mean, it- you have to understand having kids 20 years ago is not the same as having kids to d- in today and not in this city. You know, I, I've seen, you know, my mom struggling. I've seen, I see people that I know struggling, having two jobs, stuff like that. You're not really present. What's the point of having a kid if you're, if you're not even at home raising the kid? For me, it makes no sense. And it's True. funny because yesterday I had, a, I had a conversation. He's talking about mentor. I'm currently going to this pre, pre-marital course with a great man, Dr. Dr. Hasty. Shout out, yeah, Dr. Dr. Hasty. So I had a, my one-on-one counseling session with him yesterday. And, you know, we're talking about having kids and that timeline. And me and my, me and my girlfriend, her name is Claudia, we're pretty much on the same page. I'm more like 34. I can wait 35. She's more like 32 because she doesn't want to be, again, like an older mom. And all her family and friends there have kids still young, whatever. But so the timeline is, is similar, but not 100%. I mean, I can I could wait a little bit longer, but, you know, she has that, you know, that thing. But we're having, yeah, but you, I'm sorry, we're having that discussion. And I think it's healthy to have that dialogue. There you go. You just need to talk about yeah. it. So it's exact. So Dr. Hasty, when we had him last time, yeah. he, he was asking him, like, oh, you guys have been dating for a year. Why aren't you guys married? And oh, he's yeah. like, uh, and he goes, oh, I want to be in this position and this and that because I want to be able to provide and stuff. And the first thing he goes is, did she tell you that? And he goes, well, no. And he goes, okay, then. So who, this is you. This is your insecurities. This has nothing to do with her. You no. got to talk to her about it. Life is happening now. Yeah. That's my only thing. He's like, he's like they, you can only take it day by day. Like, whatever. Because, you know, the near fear is down the line. Whatever. Different discussion. But you can only control today. And you can only take advantage of what's going on today. So, kind of what you're saying. There you go. Today is the only day that we have. So, we're planning to have kids when we're 34. What if 34 doesn't even happen? You said the same thing. Or what you if having kids tapped into the me, conversation? And I've told my boyfriend. <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Listen, I've told my boyfriend before. I'm like, babe, having kids is so important to me that if you neglect it for long enough, it's going to make our relationship have a conflict. Why? Because that's a very important thing to me. But you brought it up to his intention since the beginning. And yeah, it's, it's a deal breaker. Yeah. Right, 100%. So he, he's come around to it now that he's like, okay, I love this and I want this. Mm. Maybe not right now, but it's important to her. Like, so yeah. now it's more important to me. So maybe he wanted to have millions in the bank account before having a baby. And now it's like, okay. And and listen, a kid, when they're young, like when until they're five, really, and then you have to figure out what school to put them in and if, it, if it's going to be a private school or public school, whatever, the financial burden, Google it. I've never Googled it, but I know that it's not <laughs> as high as we imagine it to be. So just it just has to feel right. But don't let the limiting beliefs that you put on your head be what stops you. Like, I, it's going to be so expensive. It's going to be this like all of those are fears. And you're not going to experience anything great if you let the fear stop you. Again, you guys aren't married. It doesn't have to be rushed. Yeah, but just, that's, that's how I and I, and I, brought, I made the same case to him. It's like if this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, I'm 29. OK. Why, why are we rushing into getting married, having kids that are done? Like, like as long as we grow together, you know, we, we're making memories, we're, we're getting to what know I each say. other and, and we're, we're, you know, I mean, I'm not that guy. It's like, oh, I'm just going with the flow. That's not what I'm saying. But we're growing, we're learning. We, 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 I'm living life. There's so many things I want to do before having kids. Once you have a kid, you'll have the kid. 
hopefully for the rest of your life. So why am I going to have a kid at 30 when I can have kids at 35 or 33 or 34? For me, it's like, what's the rush? Like, I, I don't understand. If if I'm but, healthy, if I'm... Presumably yeah, but you know the rush, but, but you also have to take into account that it's not that you have to rush, but it's not only you. No, no, 100%. That's why I'm not saying like, oh, I'll wait till I'm 40. I'm not saying anything crazy, I don't think. I think we're in a day and age... The whole problem I have with the whole concept of having kids at a young age is back in the days, that was normal. You, people had kids when they were 18, 19, 20, but they would also die when they're like 35 years old, 40 years old. The, the, the age that we live has gotten so this much was, better. This how long ago? Like during medieval times? No, but even, like even between now and 100 years ago, because we were, we were programmed to have kids at a young age because we, would live, we wouldn't live as long as we do now. Well, not only that, but also like, you know, our hormones and everything is at its peak during this time where we yeah. need to capitalize on. People back then, people would have a, buy a house at like 23 years old. Oh, I buy a house. I can, I'm a mechanic. I'm, you know, I can support my entire family. I'm a plumber. You know, stay at home. You have the kid. you know, you raise the kids. It's a different time nowadays. And I mean, especially in a city like this. Times have changed, man. Back in the days, it, it, it was different. You had kids younger. But I think it's okay to be an older parent. People always, like, stigmatize that. Hey, oh. you just need to be on the same page as your partner. So the other day, Marcus comes home, and he's like, babe, remember that Dominican guy we met at the gym? I was like, yeah. He's like, well, I was in the sauna with him. And you know what? I found out he's 40 years old. His wife is 34, and they're just now pregnant. And I was like... I love it. I was like, okay, why are you telling me this yeah, story? Yeah, like, <laughs> wait, 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 what do you mean by that? What I are you was trying like, to do? Uh, what's the point of this? Um, but, you know, he was, like, trying to, like, bring his case. And I was like, babe, you already know where I stand. So, like, <laughs> you already know where I stand. This is not something that I'm... The oldest I'll have a child is 30. And he... We already agreed that that's not going to happen. But it wasn't because I brainwashed him and I was like, you have to do this. But I told him, hey, this is important to me because of these reasons. And now let's talk about why waiting is important for you. We weighed out the two different reasons and oh, his okay. reasons were more fear based and they didn't have real substance because when it comes to our personal finances, we can afford a kid. When it comes to our we want to raise our kids with our um, with our siblings, kids. So his sister just had a baby. My little sister just got married. They're going to have kids within the next year. You know, so it's like it just makes logical sense for us to go on this journey sooner no. than later. But then we both came to this agreement. I like so that. I think that a good thing would be like state your case and like write it down. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you're just like, this is just what I want. And, and that's it. But it's like, is it really what you want if you truly break it down? And, and then you, why? Yeah. And why? And like when you hear all her reasons and you hear all of your reasons, which one makes sense? And what's the middle ground? It doesn't have to be tomorrow. You know, and that's something that we talked about. It's next like, year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. I like the fact that you guys are mature enough, having that discussion, having that dialogue, writing it down. And and, and, and it really makes sense for you. And obviously, you know, like you said something about the estrogen and stuff like that. But, and you guys are in a financial position. You want to be with this person for the rest of your life? Hey, man. And you guys are two on the same page. Yeah, I like that because me, like me and my senorita, we had a little issue when we were discussing about marriage. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. about to just cut ties altogether. And because um, I didn't really care about marriage and, you know, she is uh, one of three siblings, the youngest. Uh, she has a healthy family, huge family. Two older brothers are married, have children, um, the cousins, ch everyone, everyone. So, you know, I don't want to say that it's um, pressure, but it's almost like environment. And it's like, oh, OK, well, this is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And what I'm telling her is like, well, that's what you've learned through them. That's not what you're learning through me. So not everyone has that same belief. 
So at first it was like, well, I don't want to get married. She did. All right. Well, I guess this isn't going to work out. Uh, we ended up kind of circling back and we were like, listen, why do you want to get married? Okay. Well, why don't you want to get married? We had our reasons. We, we spoke about it. And then I said, listen, um, I'm like, my reasons for not getting married was very similar to this. Like finance, like I want to put myself, um, financially in a position that we can both move forward without having to be like, fuck a kid, you know? So then I said, I don't mind getting married. The only reason why is I'm trying to like, just more of like a tax thing that you get little benefits when, when you're single, then you're, <laughs> that's kind of stupid, but Hey, but it's money. You know what I mean? Enough. If my goal is to be in a, in a financial position for both to succeed, this is what I want to do. And I know that we're both going to be extremely successful. So that's going to be irrelevant one day where I'm like trying to find these little loopholes as this. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I know it's stupid. Now, if we can at least have some sort of foundational where we're building towards that plan, I don't mind get I don't mind giving you that. I don't care for it, but it's important to you and I love you. Then that's fine cuz my goal is to be with you. And then that's when she's like, "Okay, well there's a little bit of a I don't want to say compromise, but there's a little bit of understanding of what your reasons are, and I know that you as a man gives me everything and provides, not so much provide, but you know, but I'm there, I support, I'm, yeah. you know, yes. I, I, all these good features, these these good traits that I try to give for her. And it's like, this is the man who you are. I love your character and if this is who you are with me, then of course we can get there. Now, obviously, it's not like we're never getting married. But if what you're saying is this and then we, we're willing to get married, then you know what? I trust you enough. Let's work on this together in order for us to work together to get married. I'm like, that's what I want. So we had that communication. That's when I'm like, damn, like it went from. No, you, if you don't want to get married, then you're leaving to I love you. I want to be with you. Let's focus on our ourselves foundationally, get together, build strong, and then we can tackle these goals together. And then that's pretty much where I'm like, wow. Like what I have, like, this is what I want. So now it's, but it was that conversation. It was that understanding that we needed to have in order for us to mm -hmm. say, well, why, what's the why? And then find the solution. The conversation is it, yeah. right? And like, for example, so Marcus and I, when it comes to marriage, I am like very, I just want to be smart with my money. That's my goal. And so is his right now. So we're like, if we do get married, we're going to elope. Like we're gonna do something super simple, family, a dinner. Why? Because like I just watched my little sister spend eighty thousand dollars on a wedding and that doesn't resonate with me. That's insane. You know, no, but that's how weddings I mean, the cheapest sure. wedding you'll find is like forty thousand nowadays. Yeah, that's what I went is. to a very simple wedding not too long ago and when they told me it was forty thousand dollars, I was like, I faint. Right? Because in my mind I'm like, I could invest that money. But we have that nice honeymoon. Yes. So, so for us, marriage is, is, uh, more about like the commitment of I'm going to be with you forever. And I feel like marriage and my friends that have gotten married tell me like, you just end up showing up even better because now, you know, for certain, like this is forever, which is a little bit maybe <laughs> messed up thinking, but it does happen, you know? So that's why I feel like that's why women want marriage so much more than men, because they just want to know for sure. Like sure. all this time that I'm putting in, is it, is it for real? You know? But, but like objectively, objectively speaking, when you, do, do you really know for, you never know for sure. And like people still get divorces. Is it just, it's a false sense of security, right? Cause it's, it is it's really, it's not like they can't leave you. They, they can't. Can. <laughs> If they want to, they, they can, can if they want to. So it's more like a mental blanket almost. Because then, if they don't leave when they want to, then they're forced to stay and with then you they're because miserable. your marriage. Yeah. You're, me you're miserable. Legal you're legally miserable. Yeah. That's also kind of. Frustrating. Yeah, I think a, a good way to fix that is like, be with someone that both of you guys can agree. Like we're gonna grow through everything. 
because the reason people leave is because they're not willing to tackle the problem. Mm. But if you're with someone where your main commitment is we're going to grow through everything and we're going to communicate and like, I love your soul, right? It's like, I love Marcus's, um, him like as his genuine being. So if he's ever doing something that I don't like, like I could disassociate from who he truly is. Right. And then we can talk about what he's doing and come to a middle ground. But I just think that the reason why so many people get divorced is because they're not willing to do the work together or like they are looking at this partner through this one lens and they're like, okay, that's who he is. Is that really who he is? Or did he just mess up? Did he do one wrong thing? And Mm -hmm. like, you cannot build a happily ever after without forgiveness. And too many people don't understand that. Right. And I had to learn that the hard way because I think that that was the biggest lesson that Marcus came to teach me was to forgive because in the beginning of our relationship, he did something that old Veronica would have been like, no way, bye friend. But it was like God spoke to me. It's like I was praying so much over what to do because we had like now it's like our hearts were all in. And then I found out about something that happened in the past. And then I, I left automatically. I was like, bye. You know, but then when I was sitting with what was happening and I just started praying and I was like, God, just send me some wisdom so that I could figure out how I how I should react to what's happening. And it was like it hit me like a truck and God was like, go back and and forgive. And I was like, forgive. Like, I don't I don't know how to do this. And I recognized that the reason why my past relationships hadn't worked out. So we'll take it to like my college sweetheart, which was my longest relationship other than Marcus. And like, he was such a great guy, but same thing. He did something minor in the beginning of the relationship and I forgave him, but never really. So anytime we would argue, I would bring that up and I would not trust him because I still had what he did to me in the back of my mind. And it was like our whole relationship was like him having to be extra perfect so that I could finally forgive him, even though I had already told him I forgave him, but I never did. So all the suffering was inflicted by the fact that I couldn't forgive for real. So then when it, when I had something happen with Marcus, uh, I felt like I had to forgive. What I did was like, I had to be honest with myself and, and tell myself, if I don't put this to rest for good, it's just never yeah. going to work out. And then I thought about like other relationships. I was like, okay, so let's say I get a new man. And I was like, okay, what will happen after I get that new man? At some point in the relationship, I'm going to have to forgive. And it could be for multiple reasons. Like, I'm not telling you, like, forgive someone for cheating Mm -hmm. or forgive someone for lying. Like, what you're going to have to forgive the person for, that doesn't matter what it is. It just matters the act of forgiving, of looking at another human and saying, okay, you're imperfect. And so am I. And one day I'm going to mess up without intention. And I hope that you forgive me because I am flawed because we all are. And it takes just like a huge level of maturity to be able to do that. And for the first time in my life, I did it with Marcus, you know, and I just feel like God was like, you will not have a forever with anyone until you learn this lesson. So Mm -hmm. he would try and give me these like, um, he would put these trials in my life. Like, okay, this guy's going to do this. Are you going to forgive him? No, no, no. Until finally I was like, if I don't forgive it, it will end and I'll be back in square one. So yeah, forgiveness is just like, but true forgiveness. Yeah. It, it's super important. And especially if you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, there's going to be times if you're, if you're not willing to forgive, you're setting up yourself for a long road of, of trouble and miserable. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's really important. I know we have to wrap it up. Um, I know. I, know. I wanted to ask you one uh-huh. more thing. Oh, I don't know if I can. 
back into it. Um, because we were talking about we were talking. Hear my stomach. No. Edit that out if you did. But no, no. We because we we were brief, briefly, super briefly. We're talking about marriage, because I see a lot of couples and uh, they get married and like people, they, and I've heard it from a lot of people who are married. Like people stop, they letting they let themselves go. They stop doing the little things. Um, dressing up, going on dates, they're gaining weight, stuff taking like that. Taking care of themselves. Stop taking care of themselves. You know, you obviously, you you, you know how to dress, you, take, you seem like you take care of yourself, and you want to get married. Do you see that ever? Like, why do you think that is happening? And, and like, do you, do you think that could potentially happen to you? Because it, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a very, I mean, I've, I've, I see it on social media, I see it a common thing. Oh, you get married, you know, the, the woman stops, they, they stop doing the things that they want to get you. Now you're in the situation. Both two-way street, obviously. You're comfortable. I think that that happens when you marry someone that isn't fulfilled without you. Like some, because like, for example, the way that I look is important to me for me, like my health. Like when I work out, I don't work out to look good. I work out because I want to live a long life. So like I've got my priorities straight to mm-hmm. why I do the things that, that I do. do. Mm-hmm. Same with my boyfriend. And these are conversations that we've already had. It's like, babe, you know, like my boyfriend looks great. <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he tells me, he's like, babe, I'm, I promise that I'm going to look this good even when we're like 60. And then yeah. and then he's asked me, he's like, what about you? And I'm like, are you really asking? <laughs> but you yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. he holds me accountable. And like when he goes to the gym, like I go with him and like we already talked about those things. It's like what to me, gaining weight isn't about looking fat. It's about you're not taking care about, of yourself. It's your character because now you were working out with the wrong intention because that's not who your character is. You were doing it to attract someone that now when you got them, you're like, and your partner, <laughs> your part, you guys should have a good enough relationship that you could hold each other accountable. 100%. Like when my boyfriend tells me, babe, why are you eating that? A, another girl <laughs> would be like, you don't tell me what to eat. But to yeah. me, I'm like, he already knows me so much that he knows that I'm going to be mad at myself right. for eating this. Uh, so he's so holding he's, me accountable yeah. because I have, I, I've had people before like that they're around us and they've heard a comment like that, but in their mind, it's so wrong. And I'm like, in my mind, like, that's why I like them. Same thing. I do the same thing with him. Like if he's ever, um, has low confidence in a certain deal or he has to, cause in business, I'm like the shark and he's more of like, he's a, he's a genius. He's very smart. But when it comes to business, like I'm the one that's like, baby should do this. So when I tell him that, he doesn't take it personal. He's like, okay, my girl's looking out for me. Yeah. Yeah. She's advising me on something that she's already done. Mm. So it's that accountability. And if people are in a relationship and, like, you're seeing your partner go to waste, you know, like, they've completely let go of their health, of growth. Also, I think growing is so important. Like, what are you doing this year to grow? Yeah. If they're doing that and you're just watching, you're just as guilty. Like you're also part of the reason why your partner is like that yeah. because you're, you're a team, right? You should help push each other. Yeah. At the end there of the day, go. that's the whole point of the whole point, but it's important, a vital part of a healthy marriage. I concur. We have to break it up. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Veronica, thank you so much. That guy. This was really exciting. Before you do. Okay. So I'm going to give you like another two minutes because we really got to get the hell out of this place. Yeah. Two minutes to we have a final thoughts. And in the final thoughts, well, we never even introduced you. Literally, we got into it and we haven't stopped. I like it. So on the final thoughts, uh, it's time to break up. Uh, <laughs> on the final thoughts, we always talk about it's pretty much like, you know, a small introduction of yourself, but more so. Right now, start with, you know, words that you kind of live by, lesson learned, something you want to give back to someone, you know, things like that. What would you tell your younger self? And then after that, you can go ahead and sell yourself at the end of it. So something that I always say 
is, well, two things. One is how you do anything is how you do everything. So that just holds me accountable to not slacking in any area of my life. Because if I'm working out and I'm giving 40%, I know that I'm opening the door to give 40% in any other area, my relationship, my business. Like it's your life and you live it once as far as we know, right? So how are you not gonna show up as your best version? In every sense, right? So that is one thing and I always say, in life you can either be the victim or the warrior, but never both. So a lot of times, you know, applying it to relationships, you hear people and they're like, oh my God, like my man, you know, he's so emotionally abusive and he's this and that, and I'm looking at them and I wanna have compassion and I do to a degree, but the other part of me is like, what are you doing about it? Yeah. How are you the warrior in this situation? How are you changing that for yourself? And sometimes we forget that we have so much power. Everything that's happening in our life is usually a consequence of our decisions. And or lack of. There you go. And it's just like empower yourself, people, because when you empower yourself and you find your true power, trust me that the perfect person is going to walk in. The right man for you cannot come to you when you're not the right woman because the right man knows what he wants sometimes there are girls that step into a bar and they see this one guy who looks incredible captivating and the girl could be pretty and everything and then she's like well why didn't he show me attention because he could already feel from your energy that there was some sort of lack that you needed his attention in order to feel full i never needed that Like for me, most of the guys like growing up that girls were talking about this, this and that, I was always so in my lane because I didn't know it's about you. How do you carry yourself? What do you believe about yourself? So that's, I went too long, right? It was two minutes. Yeah, a little more than that. (laughs) You good, you good, you good. And now what, you want me to introduce myself? No, no. (laughs) Sell yourself. Yeah, sell yourself. So where can they find you? Um, Well, who you are, what you do, where can they find you? Uh, And we'll sign off. Definitely. So um, my name is Veronica, guys, and I started my career as a news reporter. And then I fell into network marketing. So that's what I do as my full-time job. But I also started a second business where I'm a fulfillment mentor. So I take people who are just trying to make sense out of their life and I help guide them through the process of finding healing, of finding fulfillment. Um, And you could find me on my Instagram at The Veronica Bay Show and on my podcast. So my podcast is actually that same name, The Veronica Bay Show. It's all about personal development, mindset. I believe in being real and raw. Like you can't learn by putting up a facade, which is why I share all these embarrassing stories of myself. Like any fight that I have with my boyfriend, which doesn't happen often, but when they do, I publicize it to remind people that we're not perfect. Because sometimes you get caught up in seeing this perfect picture and you're like, oh my God, well, I need to be like them. And if I'm not like them, then I'm not happy. And I like to remind people, disassociate with perfection because it doesn't exist. Whoever you're idolizing, you're idolizing this fake character Mm. that they have put out there. So yeah, that's me. And honestly, my only goal nowadays is to help people. Like to help people become better because I've known other versions of myself. I've known versions where I was extremely unhappy, unfulfilled, where I felt like I would ask God, God, why, why, why? And I made so much sense out of my life and I rose up from everything that I just like to look at people and remind them, you feel broken, but you're not broken. You feel broken, but God made you purpose, on purpose, for a purpose. So let's find that. Let's find your strength again. 
that's me guys the veronica bay show <laughs> i love it i think you know the coffee breakup we started with that similar concept like yeah. it's real raw like this is what we like talking about we like people when they come on to share those things because it's like hey it, not everyone is perfect everybody has those flaws and those flaws make you perfect that's you who go. you are and that's how we should all relate like don't think of oh well their life looks so great and my shitty so now yeah. i'm a piece of shit it's like no <laughs> dude like everybody has that and it's because you're going through it, it just makes you human exactly so kudos to you Veronica, so, thank you so much. Yeah. Segment. <laughs> to wrap it up for sure. So with that being said, thank you so much, Veronica. You were amazing. Thank you so much. You're awesome. Yeah, incredible. Thank you guys. I'm so happy to be on here. And I'm so happy that I saw Gianni post you guys. Yeah. yeah. I was like, who are these guys? Uh, yeah. I love what they're doing. We need to talk more about this because sure. too many people are trying to build healthy relationships and they don't have a game plan. They don't have an outline. So that's what you guys are doing. So thank you for doing exactly. that. For people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so, you for coming out. Before we quit here. Make sure you like the video down below, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe, and subscribe, ring that notification subscribe. bell. We're on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. I think so. That's the one I missed. We got a website. Coffeebreaker.com. Check us out. Buy some merch. Hey. Ciao, guys. guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>